glory in the legends of this hard muscle life. And there's poetry in each season made of sweat and strife. But now's the time to work and strain at a sport that tests the spirit and challenges the brain. Come on, come on, come on. Let's go. Hey, I'd like to have 75 degrees of sunny all the time, too, but that's not football. Do you fear the force of the wind, the slash of the rain? We're going to play it through light and rain. Go face them and fight them. Be savage again. What up, what up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Put Me In Coach podcast. Um, we're back to a normal week this week. No special guests. It's the regular foursome. I'm Bobby Blanco. With me, Tom Natale. Hello. Ian Foster. Hello. And Gregory Porter. Yep. Um, we want to give a quick shout out to everyone who started following along and enjoyed last week's episode. Thank you very much to Becca MVP. Oh, yes. Who came on, was a great guest with us. Great Wizards talk. Um, and yep. then not only that, helped promote the show. Um, on Twitter, obviously, she has a huge following on Twitter.com. And, um, she we was a game changer. Game wanna, changer. Yeah, yep. very much so. And we want to thank everyone who subscribed and listened to our episode with Becca last week and followed us on Twitter, at PMIC Podcast. Check us out on Facebook, um, Instagram, um, all that stuff. It was it was a great, great week for us. And um, we're happy to be back. And hopefully, we get some, uh, some traditional followers, you know, and... Um, people who commit to the show and listen to it and get some good feedback. So we're happy about that. And, um, you know, very proud. So thank you again, Becca. Thanks to all our new followers and, and thanks for following along. Yep. Over, um, over 1200 listens on SoundCloud alone on that one episode, which on one episode might be more than the rest of our episodes combined, <laughs> <laughs> which is all good. You know, that's cool. That's cute. Um, and, and within those couple of days, I think we got close to 60 new followers on Twitter too. twitter.com at PMIC podcast, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yep. Which is very cool. It was it was really cool just in general. Just it felt like I had to charge my phone at all times because I was just started interacting with so many different people on Twitter and we're so cool now. <laughs> I was we're just I'm just super cool. It's just so lit. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I mean Jordan me was oh, just talking about thin mints over Samoas. Yeah. Yeah. And Man. every fucking time I'd look at my phone, some some somebody's talking about goddamn Samoas over thin mints. I mean, um because they're delicious. Don't okay. even. Don't even. <laughs> we're not even two. Mi- we're not even three minutes into this episode. Um, but yeah, Tom, I agree because uh, you and I are logged into our a Twitter account, the podcast Twitter account on our phones, and I felt like my phone kept going off. I was like, "What? The, what is the deal?" And yeah. of course, it wasn't me. It was the podcast Twitter account that was kept blowing up, which is cool, which is very good. Um, but even better. Brand new show this week. We got a jam packed episode because it is now post NFL Combine um, today at the recording. At the time of this recording, it's Tuesday night, so 4 p.m. earlier today was the franchise tag deadline, correct, Tom? Correct. And then free agency starts in a week, technically. Yep. Um, So we're going to a lot of good football talk, uh, mostly focused on the Redskins, obviously, free agency. What Tom – Tom is a combine nerd, so what he liked in the combine. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get there, and then a free agency wish list. Um, now that it starts, I believe, a week from tomorrow. Is that right, Bobby? Yeah. It, oh, it starts a week from today, the No, 13th. today, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a week from today. So, in other words, it's the Redskins' time to shine. And uh, so, really, what <clears throat> we asked on Twitter, we're going to ask Ian here, ask Porter, ask everyone, you know, who should the Redskins be targeting and for how long, how much, what should we, what is our offseason plan? Now that we know that Kirk is gone, we don't need to have this discussion anymore. And now that the combine is completed, I hear he's still available, though. You're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) It is true. What what number is he? Buy him back. What number is Kirk Cousins? Hmm? What number is Kirk Cousins? Uh, 11. Nailed it. 
<laughs> Actually, and well, depends what number you're talking about because he's number one on certain lists. Yeah, he's, yes, he is. he's number eight. Teen. Six. What? Five and a half. I don't think you know how numbers work. <laughs> so actually, um, Porter, Daniela does have a request. What's up? She really wants to do a taquitos taste test. Oh, blind. 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 It has on, to be. I don't on air? A blind. To be able to tell the flavor? Done. Taquito. Easy. I've got all the faith in my boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll differentiate every single one of yeah. those. Easy. <laughs> oh, also, I was going to say, before we get into football, I think you guys are, are uh, missing a shout out to the Wizards winning t- again today. Is it a coincidence that when I started giving a shit and watching it with you guys, we started winning? Yes, it's a coincidence. It's not a real thing. <laughs> it's probably a real thing. <laughs> Did you see my tweet? That the Wizards won on podcast night, which means inevitable inevitable doom is coming elsewhere. Yeah. So, i.e., Caps game, they're already down one nothing, and it hasn't even been... A minute and, and a half into the game. You guys just game. find sadness. You seek out sadness. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Sadness seeks no, out no, us. No, no, you guys are so full of shit. Boom. Hey, we're we're undefeated. We're undefeated in outdoor games. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) I do like those games. And three now in the last seven years. That was an awesome game. Uh, I can't wait to talk about that. Does this does this look like a face of a kid who seeks out sadness? Yes. Yes. I'm gonna go. I'm I'm gonna disagree with you on that. I'm smiling like an idiot, but no, I don't seek out (laughs) sadness. No, you will. Dumb thing to say. You will. Erroneous. Erroneous (laughs) on all accounts. (laughs) (laughs) Um. But yeah, no. So, Pat, all right. Do you want to get started? Let's just get started. Sure, absolutely. Because Tom's in red. Tom's got a full notebook pad. Jot down with notes. Yeah, I'm right next to it. Yeah, I've got the list. So I've got NFL.com's list up right now. Top 100 free agents of 2018. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins tops the board. Yes, he does. Let's start it there. Is there any shocker that that's the case? Absolutely not. He should be the number one free agent. Well. Home. Technically, Drew Brees is a free agent, although it is widely known, considered that he's going back to New Orleans. Yes. I mean, even though I, I think I would still put Kirk above Drew Brees because how many more yeah. years does Brees have left? Well, yeah. How old is Brees? 39? Yep, he's 39. Up he's 39, wow. according to this article. Um, someone I saw, the way someone put it on Twitter today, I forget who it was. It was a writer. But Kirk Cousins is under the age of 30, who has progressively gotten better each year mm-hmm. and is now not tied to a contract hitting the open market. That has never happened. Yeah. In the NFL history. Well, speaking so of he's going to make a bank. Speaking yeah. of unprecedentiality. Word? Word check? I word? think the word you were looking for was symbolism. <laughs> <laughs> what is the symbolism there? The, the the first thing I wanted to get into was the quarterback carousel that is going to be this offseason in the NFL. It is unlike anything I have ever seen. I wish I had like and a carousel song teed up. So here are the upcoming free agent quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins is going to be a starter. Yes. One of the highest paid at his position. Teddy Bridgewater is probably going to be a starter. If healthy. Maybe. Yeah. Sam Bradford, same thing. If healthy. Case Keenum, probably going to be a starter. I would feel more confident in him other than besides Bradford or Bridgewater. Um, Mike Glennon, who was just released by the Bears, was signed to a $70 million contract last year. <laughs> then they just started to boot on it within yeah. weeks and draft Mitch Trubisky. Uh, A.J. McCarron, which I think is going to have a high uh, – there's a lot of interest in him. He was almost traded to Cleveland in the, um, during the season. Okay, before – can we – why is there so much – why is everyone so high on A.J. McCarron? Has he actually taken a snap in an NFL game yeah, yet? He's, he's played in a playoff He started a playoff, a playoff game. game. What yeah. did he start a playoff game for? Two years ago against the Steelers. For who? Yeah. Oh, it that was with, game. It was the, with Bengals. the Bengals. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because Dalton was hurt? Mm-hmm. 
I don't remember. Did they get whacked? It didn't go no. well. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> shows what I know. Yep. And then I just I, I remember him at winning the championship at Alabama, but it's Alabama, and it wasn't because of the quarterback. No. Play. And I don't think he's. We don't have a track record of him in the NFL, do we? No. McCarron, no, not a sample size, but it's similar to uh, the, what Mike Lennon got last year. I mean, Mike Lennon had a very, very small sample size, in fact, larger than McCarron and got $70 million. And I would say McCarron is more highly regarded than that. Um, and then lastly, you have Josh McCown, who came off a really good season in New York with the Jets this past year. Yeah, That's just free agent quarterbacks. I count seven. Going to the draft, you got the past two Heisman Trophy winners, Baker Mayfield out of Oklahoma, Lamar Jackson out of Louisville. Then you got Josh Allen out of Wyoming, Josh Rosen out of UCLA, and Sam Darnold, who I like the most, out of USC. So when you combine that, free agent quarterback seven, draftable players five, all within potentially plug-and-play type of athletes. So I then went throughout the NFL and said, okay, how many of these teams need a quarterback? Because if you look at last year, one of the reasons the Redskins got Jonathan Allen was, yes, because of his um, injury history, but also because teams started moving up because they wanted to get a quarterback. So therefore, the Redskins were the beneficiary of that. That is not going to be the case when they pick at 13 because of just the surplus of potential starting quarterbacks here on the market. So I, I counted 13 teams. Okay. Who need quarterbacks? Potentially. So with the Giants, what Eli needs an heir apparent. Maybe he's got a year or two left. Philly, what are they going to do with Nick Foles? Apparently, they want a first-round pick in return for him. They've already been offered second-round picks. They got a first and a fourth for Bradford. They want more than that. Yeah. Yeah. They want a Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. The, Viking, the Vikings yeah, got Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Bradford, Case Keenum. All three of those are due to be free agents. All three of them were starting quarterbacks at one point, two of which were first-round picks. Uh, New Orleans, Drew Brees needs a replacement eventually, too. Yep. Arizona absolutely needs a starter. Yep. Uh, New England, they have, I mean, how many more years with Tom Brady? But they've always been investing in quarterbacks year after year, hence what they got out of Jimmy Garoppolo. They did this with Ryan Mallett. I don't think they want to go through a full season with uh, Brian Hoyer as their backup. Hmm. Seven, Buffalo will absolutely need a starter. Tyrod, I forgot to add him. Number eight, Tyrod Taylor. He'll be yeah. available too. Good Lord. Um, Miami Dolphins, there's been rumors that they're moving on. They want to move on from Ryan Tannehill. Some of these guys are going to play minor league baseball. <laughs> Sorry, uh, there's just not enough spots. Guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so you got the Jets. They absolutely need a starter. Cleveland absolutely needs a starter. Pittsburgh, um, Big Ben has been flirting with retirement. feels like years now. He'll need an heir apparent sooner than later. The Broncos absolutely need a starter. And then the Chargers, Phillip Rivers, how many more years do we have with those? So, I mean, I look at some, you know, bridge type of processes. You have the Giants. You have the Chargers, Steelers, and... Patriots, and then the rest is just a complete free-for-all. It's going to be, I, I really think, I, I have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. Because I, I would say confidently, Kirk's going to get the most money. That's obvious, right? Yes. And then I would say Case Keenum's probably second. Yeah. Okay. Then who's next? Would it be Tyrod Taylor, Sam Bradford? It's probably all Minnesota quarterbacks. Right? Bridgewater? Kirk. Yeah, because I think those... Are the most proven with the most upside left. Yes. Besides Tyrod. Like Tyrod's a, the only one that might yeah. get mixed up in there. But I think we kind of know Tyrod's ceiling. ceiling. Yeah. I mean, Bradford Bradford made the playoffs with the Eagles, right? Mm-hmm. No. No. Nope. We, beat him, in, we beat him in that game to go to the yeah. playoffs. He went to the playoffs with the Vikings. Yeah. You're following that. And 
obviously Caleb had that. a great year and mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater was a top pick and he looked actually great until, until he destroyed his knee in training yep. camp. Yep. Um so it's just a weird balance that they're going to have to like who's got the most upside while also the most track record because mm-hmm. like I'm sure AJ McCarron has pretty good upside and he's also going to be relatively cheap compared to everyone else but he's only he, he I, on this article he had four starts in 2015 16. It's, so it's like how can you really yeah, and how this relates to the Redskins are a few things because if it wasn't for this outrageous free agent class, the Redskins would be huge beneficiaries of that draft, this pending quarterback draft class. This is a really solid quarterback class. And therefore, I mean, we can hold at that 13 spot and get the top interior defensive lineman or a top, you know, I guess I wouldn't say pass rusher, top running back, something like that. Um, Dequan, pain. <laughs> pain. We know. Totally want. Yep. Um, you know, who wants him? Jonathan Allen. Yeah. And Ryan Anderson, and although he doesn't really matter at this point. Well, but he'll be two former Alabama players. Spoken Shocker, to. two former Alabama players want another one. Hmm. Shocker, Bobby does too. What's the opposite of Bobby's biggest fear? Bobby's biggest hope. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get ahead of yourself. Okay. All right. um, Calm down, Bobby. What are your thoughts on Lamar Jackson being a – he's being asked to um, do some snaps at receiver too? It's dumb as fuck. And he said no, right? Yeah, Good. he said no. Good. Yeah. And he's representing himself. Yeah, really? good for him. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he said the way it's uh, the way it's set up now for the for the rookie draft class, you don't really need an agent. And hey, good for him. Um, don't fold. So again, I didn't see any of the combine, so I didn't see him throw at all. Sure. Did you? Uh, a little bit. Uh, Sam Darnold didn't even throw. He didn't throw. Mm-mm. What? Why did? Hmm. They want to wait to their pro day because they want to work with receivers that they have a chemistry so with. So why even go to the combine? Scr- they have the script for the pro day, so it makes them look yeah. better. I, right. I would say the reason for the Ugh. combine, one, other than to show off your just natural athletic ability through the 40-yard dash and vertical and bench press, stuff did like they, that. Do they do that? Um, I think so. Okay. Um, is they? It's an interview, so they can meet with teams. That's true. Have a sit down with them. But you can't do that at your pro day either? It's the it's the first interview of many, Yeah, I guess. Okay. Um, Saquon Barkley was a talk of the. I mean, he of just the combine stole the show. He had the best combine I think I've seen since Vernon Davis. That's the only one you can compare it to. Yeah, yeah. Vernon Vernon's still number one. Why? I am a turp. <laughs> let let is almost like it was choreographed. <laughs> it wasn't actually. Yeah. <laughs> Saquon Barkley just absolutely assured himself that he is going to be. He's not going to go out of the top three. And if I, he, I think he's number one now. Yeah, I, I hope so because I'm watching the combine and everyone's just just falling in love with this guy. I'm like, oh my god, he's going to go to the Giants at number two. He's going to go to the Giants at number two. Which we got to go against Zeke Elliott. We got to go against Philly. My, yeah, he has to go number one. Yeah, yeah. for us, please. <laughs> for us, he has to go number one. Don't go to the Giants. Yep, that means tackling Zeke twice a year, Barkley twice a year. <laughs> oh come on now, guys! Carson, then, Carson Wentz, we got just this. lightness though. It's, it's be not great. good. It's a good future. Well, go number one. <laughs> if anything, if he goes to the Giants, I mean, if I'm Zach Brown, I'm going like, hey, who's going to tackle him? This guy pointed to himself. Well, Zach Brown. Well, that's yeah. assuming that we have Zach Brown. Yeah. No, I'm saying he can use that as leverage to get to say like you got signed. Which apparently, like, if he wants to stay, I'm assuming he does. Doug Williams has said that a contract's been sent to him. We just. They haven't heard anything. I, I don't like that oh, answer. But I see. I've heard this song before. Have where this sounds so gosh darn familiar. I don't know, dude, we got this. We got this. Yeah. Front office. Yeah. If it no, comes no. to the front office, let's, we got it. We, hey, we got if it. Bruce is in charge, we're good. 
Hey, Bob. Hi, Bruce. <laughs> the front office of the Washington Redskins or the Galgamex. <laughs> Forget about the Galgamex. Virginia's doing great. So I want to relay what we saw at the Combine to upcoming free agency because here's what we know about the draft at this exact point. We know that there's a lot of a, a good quarterbacks coming out. There's a, a whole crop list of running backs who are going to be excellent too. They're high on interior defensive linemen, interior offensive linemen. Here's where they're weak, which is a huge disadvantage to the Redskins. They're weak with receiver. They're weak with tight end. They're weak on edge rushers. And uh, I would say they're, they're pretty solid on corners and safeties. But the, one of our biggest needs, wide receiver, is some, the, probably the draft's biggest weakness. There's really only one or two um, projected first-round picks um, coming out of the draft with Calvin Redley out of Alabama You've seen Christian Kirk out of Texas A&M, Cortland Sutton out of SMU. So at this point, that is the Redskins' biggest need. Mm-hmm. And Agreed. with the upcoming free agents available, I've seen we've seen Allen Robinson, who's been linked to the Redskins, Sammy Watkins. Was not tagged, was not tagged. Was not tagged, was not tagged, correct. Who else are we – what other receivers? Uh, you got Paul Richardson out of Seattle. Yep. Albert Wilson from also, Kansas City. Richardson also linked to the Redskins mm-hmm. today. What about Brown from Arizona? He's – yeah, John Brown. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen much about him, but I well early, like a month ago, I think, right? Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. But I didn't hear anything today about him. About yeah. him. I'm, no. I'm, li- I'm looking at Saquon's stats from the combine. He ran a four four forty, benched two twenty five twenty nine times, had a forty one inch vertical. Good lord! How big is he? Six. I think he's like five eleven. Yeah, he's. They're calling him a mix of Ladanian Tomlinson and Barry Sanders. Yeah. Oh, no. Porter's face. Bobby's biggest fear <laughs> just came through. Porter's not sold. There was also a, no. a, there was also a DB no. on... Get the fuck out of here. They had a, I, I, I going to make a claim like that. Come on. Speaking of Penn State, there's yeah. a DB, a white guy, ran like a 4-3-4, and Deion Sanders oh, lost God. his mind. That was so fucking And funny. he was watching his life. He's like... I'm, my only that's gonna say is I can't say, uh, you know what I'm thinking. I just can't say it on TV. It's like please, please just please say just it, Dion. Just say it. I mean, you're right. It. He's a real gym rat. Speak your mind. <laughs> He's a student of the game. Just say it. He's white. <laughs> I would say the other, um, the big winner over the combine was uh, Shaquem uh, Griffin out of UCF. Unbelievable. Ran had the hot, the best forty time in linebacker history at the combine. Four three eight flew. Benched 225, two, uh, 22 times with one hand. One hand. Tw- I thought it was 20 times. It was some, yeah, either it was, way, one hand. The prosthetic hand. I don't think I could do half that with two. No, not even. <laughs> you can't do half that. <laughs> I couldn't do <laughs> one with two hands. I'll give you four months to try and get, get up half of that. Challenge accepted. I'll get you there, but <laughs> well, How much was it? I'm pretty sure it's times. 20. No, so but it's how, what was the weight? 225. 225. 225. Yeah, so standard. Two, two plates each side. All right. You got this? Four months. Yeah, so 112.5. <laughs> 20 <laughs> times. So no, no. No, in no, four no. months? Half the reps. Oh, half the reps. 10, ten, reps, ten times? 10 reps, so 225 in four yeah. months? Yeah, you can get there. Starting now. <laughs> All right, we'll figure out a wager. Okay. There's no way I did it. So <laughs> going back to free agency, we, we talked about a wish list. Ian, Bobby, Greg. I'll answer this too. Is there who who's on your radar? Who do you want to see in Burgundy and Gold from this free agent class? Well, we already touched that biggest need is wide receiver. Yes, and so wish list for me has to start with a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Now, 
John Brown and um, uh, uh, who else were we just talking about? Not Robinson. Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins are both kind of Jameson Crowder-like in terms of play slot. And John Brown, yeah. Well, no, they're both. Want, Sammy, Sammy Watkins is not a number one receiver. I don't, I don't want, want Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins is a number one receiver. No, well, they're both. We need a number one receiver. Guys. They're both vertical guys. I would say Sammy played on the outside, so that John Brown was more of just in the Cardinals. Okay, offense. I guess I meant so more so that they're not number one. Al Robinson is a number one receiver. That's who I want. Years removed that's, from being a number one receiver, but yes. Well, that's that's the problem. The only problem is he's coming off an ACL injury, mm-hmm. and that frightens me, especially on our money turf at lovely FedEx Field. Yep. <laughs> True. So. That tops my wish list, and I think most people agree. I saw a lot yep. of people, especially people who are applying to our tweet. Yep. Um, everyone kind of was aiming for him. The only problem is, you know, what's it going to – you probably, you could, I guess, get him on the cheap since he's coming off a down – he had that great 2015 year. He's coming off a down 2016 and then an ACL tear. So, I mean, considering his talent upside, you can probably get him on the cheap, but what are you going to get? I mean – I don't want to get him, and then week two he's hurt again, mm-hmm. and yep. that's just a waste. See, what about what about Marquis? Is Lee? there a safer bet out there? Marquis yeah, Marquis Lee, Lee Marquis would be a free Lee. agent too. Yeah, but he plays primarily in the slot, and we already have Jamison Crowder. <laughs> so, <laughs> big big fucking deal. I don't know. Well, there's typically only one slot yeah. receiver in the. Yeah, offense. I know. I'm saying Crowder fucking sucks. Throw someone else in there. He, he doesn't it suck. He, he had a he had a down year, but. So the third he had a horrible year. So catching, after catching the puns. after um, Sammy Watkins, well, it's actually sorry, Allen Robinson and Sammy Watkins on this NFL.com list, the next highest rated free agent wide receiver is Terrell Pryor. <laughs> that's so, that's such horseshit. And well, I was so a, I was a TP guy. His disastrous season in Washington doesn't erase the ball skills and after catch ability he displayed in his 1,000 yard campaign with the Browns. Yes, it a does. A return to Cleveland looms. If you go, hey, good. Uh, if you go yeah, back, good, Cleveland, good for you. Uh, uh, more power to you. Yeah. What are what are the situational statistics around every single one of those fucking catches with Cleveland? Uh, him, uh, all garbage, all hail marys, all no, fucking like. No, no, him, he he killed it in Cleveland. What? Yeah. No, I'll, put, I'll tell you what the situation. It was him being the best athlete on their team. Yeah. So he just got the ball. Yeah. And they then they made plays. The just stayed healthy and always got the look. Mm-hmm. Got it. The key word here is our. Uh, after catch ability, after catch being a key word because he doesn't really catch the ball that much. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby's biggest fear. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually looking. Bobby's more, a little pissed right now. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. <laughs> I'm looking at Allen Robinson's stats. So it was that 2015 year where he broke out with 80 catches, 1,400 yards, 14 touchdowns. That is unsustainable. And a lot of that was a product of the ja- Jacksonville was really bad at that time. So they were passing the entire second half. Mm-hmm. And he put up a lot of garbage time uh, numbers. Then uh, 2016, he he bounced back to bounced back to earth with 73 catches, 888 883 yards. Um, yards. What? Can I not talk right now? I don't know. Yards receiving and uh, had six touchdowns. So I, I would say something in between that 800 yards versus 14. I, I would say he's capable of of accruing a thousand yards per season in that 80 catch radius, getting something in that between that six to eight touchdown range. Uh, he is in in my opinion an obvious. Upgrade over Josh Doxson. Can we also talk? Prior. Can we also talk about how Allen Robinson is nine months younger than Josh Doxson? Yep, he's twenty-four years old. Wow, I did not. He'll be twenty-five that. in August. Yep. So both Allen Robinson and Sammy Watkins are coming off their rookie contracts. Sammy Watkins is going to be potentially on his third team, and I'm actually more concerned about Sammy Watkins because he was in 
Los Angeles with Sean McVay, who has shown that he can put receivers in great positions, and he could not figure it out. This was a concern. Yeah. That's mine. Yep. Yeah, that's why he doesn't top my so list. So if Sean McVay can't figure that guy out and how well they, he orchestrated that offense, then you know there's something else that we're missing. Yeah, And he's not the top five pick that he was a few years ago. Um, but even more so, when we're talking about Allen Robinson, Sammy Watkins, other receivers, the issue is because there's such little depth, little interest in potential wide receivers in the draft, people are going to pay and overpay for the likes of Allen Robinson, Sammy Watkins, et cetera. Yeah. Now, I know, I think everyone here wants him on this. Would you welcome Allen Robinson to the Burgundy and Gold? Absolutely. I want Allen Hands Robinson. down, yeah. He's yeah. Yeah. off my list. Absolutely. Now, now, I'm also not saying I wouldn't what, take what, Sammy Watkins at if what he cost? wanted to come here. And we I'd couldn't prefer, get Allen Robinson. I prefer Robinson. Yes, but also, yeah. if he if it came down to it, I'm not saying no. Sammy Watkins. That's my, my problem with Sammy Watkins is he was supposed to be kind of like a DeAndre Hopkins coming out of Clemson. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I forget who comes who came first, but they're both Hopkins. 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 Yeah. Okay, so yeah, he was supposed to be like the next Hopkins and be the number one guy. Like DeAndre Hopkins put up ridiculous numbers, and and think about who he's working with down in Houston. Yep, he put up some absurd games and is a, by far the number one receiver, their best player. Sammy Watkins was supposed to be, do the same thing, and like Tom said, when he went to. Uh, St. Louis, I mean, not St. Louis, God damn it. Los Angeles. Los Angeles with Sean McVay. McVay couldn't even make him a a, a threat, a playmaker like mm-hmm. he's supposed to be. So that's my concern is that he never actually has been that number one receiver, and that's what we need, a number one guy, he, a go-to guy. He had, I think, one good year in Buffalo. Um, I, I think a lot had to do with there wasn't the right quarterback. They were playing up in Buffalo, New York, so weather certainly took a toll. Uh, they were much, much more a run-heavy type of offense. He had a thousand yard season in 2015 with yeah. Buffalo. Again, so this is both of these players are years removed from when they were had uh, put up career highs. Um, but again, I I think we all like Allen Robinson, and I'm, I'm I'm assuming the Redskins are going to entertain the idea. But at what cost? At what cost? Yeah. Are you are you willing to give him the give him a blank check, so to speak? No. Mm, no. No. I'm. I have a feeling that's what it's going to take. I'll take a year pass. I will. Yeah, I I think I would too. I mean, also, what what kind of commitment are we making here in terms of how long, lengthy of a a deal? Well, let's say he gets a four to five year deal. So, around ten, yeah. eleven a year. Yeah, I think I would. Oh, what the I think I could do that. Uh, it might even be more. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. especially so because <laughs> college wide receivers are so hard to evaluate. It was Todd McShay that said that because of the offenses that they're coming from, they don't have to run these route trees. It's such a simplistic offense where they're making that transition. It is so difficult. I mean, look what look how much of a challenge Josh Doxson's been here in Washington so far. Um, I think. Teams are out there are going to – I mean, they've raised a salary cap again. The NFL has – people are going to pay top dollars for, for these guys. And, of course, my computer freezes. Um, it was actually – so we were interacting with some of our Twitter followers, and uh, Cameron Mingo said, thank you for listening. Thank you for replying. He mentioned uh, out of Seattle, Paul Richardson, mm-hmm. former second-round pick. And he's best known for his vertical ability. And that's where, really, the Redskins struggled tremendously last mm-hmm. year. They need another downhill threat. They need someone to play in that Deshaun Jackson role. Now, Paul Richardson um, did not have a lot of productivity in Seattle. However, he, was go- he is going to come much cheaper, is known for his verticality, 
And then we can, what Cameron said is we can use that money to towards giving more money to Zach Brown. Yep. So I, I guess in theory, would you rather sign a, you know, a mediocre, more of a role player type receiver like an Albert Wilson or a Paul Richardson and then allocate that money to giving Zach Brown more than he deserves or I'm saying more than we initially expected? Or are you willing to go and break the bank for someone like Allen Robinson, Sammy Watkins? I'm going to go. Ooh, that's a, that's a tough question. That is a tough question. Yeah. And this is why you signed Zach Brown earlier. I Zach, I, yes. But Zach, I don't think Zach Brown was going to sign. Yeah. He, he wants to test it. See, I actually agree with our, our follower, Cameron. I I would rather spend more money on defense than offense. Yeah, Zach, mm-hmm. Zach Brown. Especially with what we're looking at with what Philly's offense is going to look like, right. Dallas with a healthy Zeke and uh, Cowboys offensive line, and if we, as we just mentioned, potentially Saquon Barkley or something out of the Giants is downright frightening. Yeah, um, We need to have all, I would say, much more money allocated to our defense than our offense because yeah. Yeah. we have a coach. And the line, too. We have an inventive coach that can, you know, get a lot of productivity out of guys that are not exactly top tier. Right. And that's I'm, what they say. I mean, uh, sure. Well, that's um, kind of along those lines. I was going to say, I mean, can our receiving core get much worse than last year? I don't think so. I think adding any of the guys that we just mentioned makes our record, our, our receiving group better. Mm-hmm. And yeah. along with what you were saying with Gruden, the way Gruden schemes the offense, and with a reliable quarterback like an Alex Smith, who doesn't turn the ball over, make smart decisions. That you know, if you if you have good enough pieces, you can make that work. And I'd rather have. I mean, this is kind of Seattle's. This was Seattle's formula to begin with: a strong ass defense, and then suitable players on offense who can make plays, yeah. and and young, controllable talent too. Guys who you don't have to break the bank for, like you right. would for an Allen Robinson. So yes, I'm going to go lean that way. Um, spend more on defense. Get guys who can who can contribute on offense and, sure. and not be just like, well, ducks in the wind. I feel like it needs to, uh, you know, create an offensive line that's going to give Alex Smith the time to be able to make, you know, uh, to quarterback, to be able to, you know, provide time for the uh, receivers to go down the field and be able to actually protect himself in the pocket. You need a defense that's going to stay on the field longer than fucking 30 seconds, like to give them a break in between. Like that's, I feel like we have enough weapons. They just need to do their fucking job. And the coaches need to motivate them to want to just do better. Like literally anything better. Skate, skate, skate better. Yeah. Just skate better. Skate better. Jordan Reed. Yeah. Um, Not to mention Chris Thompson is going to come back healthy. Yep. Josh Doxson, if you look at it, his second half of, of the season, actually not too bad. Since week seven, he had what's uh, 700 I'm yards okay with touchdowns. I'm okay with Josh starting, but I, I feel comfortable saying he's a number two. I don't think he's a true. Yeah, but if you get an Allen Robinson, if you get a Paul Richardson, you get anything, then it alleviates the pressure of him on him, and then it spreads it out. You got Jameson, who hopefully will catch the ball. Everybody will get Ryan Grant, probably gone, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Fingers crossed. If we we (laughs) resign Ryan Grant into a lot of money, we're having an emergency podcast where Bobby just. Cries and yells for an hour. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Even Jay Gruden mistakenly slipped up and said that he was gone. Is it? Oh, well, if he's gone, yeah. (laughs) It's like wow. Ryan Gruden's not going to be on the team. Sticking to the offensive side of the ball, really quick. um, Joe Arvis replied to us that um, 
wanted to see if we could kick tires on Jarvis Landry, the receiver out of Miami, one of the best slot receivers in all of, all of football. Um, now, he's not a free agent, but he is a subject of many trade rumors. That's the issue. Thoughts, though. guys? Well, this is why he hasn't come up earlier in the discussion, because we're talking free agents. If he was free agent, yes. then I would want him. Yes. But I don't, I, I don't want to give up anything. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to give up a second rounder for Jarvis Landry. So it, we already have a slot receiver. Yeah. Exactly. And so if we were to sign, it, it kind of reminds me of that. And Jarvis Landry is a lot better than this player, but it reminds me of Antoine Randall We signed Antoine Randall after that Steelers Super Bowl, and then we put him on the outside, which was not his style of play. It was did not conducive, not conducive yep. to what he was able to do in the football field. Yep. And it didn't work out. I mean, he, he, he tried his best. I have nothing but besides him being a shitty punt returner. I mean, he was fine. East to West. Yeah. Um, but Lace so then it is essentially if we were to acquire Jarvis Landry, that means Jameson Crowder's gone or he's expendable. Yeah. I would take and now I would stick with Crowder. Yeah, yeah I would too. Yeah, For a absolutely. fraction of the price. Um, again, Jarvis Landry is much better, but I mean, we've already given up one third round draft pick this year. I am not interested in any kind of trade. Yeah, I'm not really. Yeah, I'm done with <laughs> trading. I'm not really interested in giving up anything. Nope. Get people. Get young guys. Mm-hmm. Young guys. Draft well. I think they're going to have to trade back because they want to accrue more picks. Yeah. I would say they want to get back in that third round because they go. They have um, first round pick, second round, fourth, five, six, and they have two seventh round picks. Mm-hmm. So um, even though that McLuhan's gone, I don't know whose draft board we're going to use this year. I guess we're screwed. Um, <sighs> I, I would assume that we'd move back. Hey, Bob. <laughs> I, I like the idea of... Um, Albert Wilson out of Kansas City because of his familiarity with Alex Smith. Yeah. I like that him make, too. That would make sense. No. It's also fast as shit. Would you be okay if we draft another receiver? Well, I don't think we when? should. Yeah, that's the thing. When? Like, when? Yeah, like late maybe. We, like a diamond in the rough. We interviewed DJ Moore, receiver out of. And I, I did see that Maryland. he had probably the best combine out of any receiver. Yeah, he did. He, kids got talent. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no. And think about he was a stud at Maryland. I know that's With not saying nobody much, throwing but him the ball. yeah, think of who's throwing him the ball. Like a fifth string and he still made quarterback. Plays. He had a great combine. I know that for sure. Go he did. So I am a turd. Hey, you know what? What? How many? How many say we've got one each round up until the seventh? Yes. Besides the third. Third. Okay. So third. No th- right. No third. So <laughs> DJ Moore still there at two in the second round. That high? Second round? I don't want to take. No, it I was going to say that. I was going to say four or five. Yeah. What, a, what about Calvin Ridley in the first round? Because he is going to go in the first round. He's definitely going in the first round. Thirteen. Look, <laughs> if one of those top D line guys are there at thirteen, and we take a wide receiver, if Payne is there, <laughs> if Payne is there, and we take DJ Moore or Vita Vea from Washington, I'm going yeah, to need Porter's yeah. help burning something. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> And, right. and now we're cooking with gas. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and that's a we strength in this gas. coming draft. Yeah. Um, and there's nobody that's really like – it's not a Leonard Williams, a guy that's going to go in the top five. It's going. It's the Deron Payne, Vita Vea. Um, I think three defensive linemen from Alabama. Uh, a lot of uh, linebackers. Roquan Smith has been linked to the Redskins too. Yep. Yep. I'd be okay with a linebacker if Zach Brown is not re-signed. When we talk about free agency in general, you, you, the guys who I want the most are actually already on the team. Yes, like I would love actually. for I would want Bashad Breeland back. Yeah, and I, how I would envision that with um, mm-hmm. move put Bashad in the slot because he played that the year before, mm-hmm. and keep put uh, Quentin Dunbar on the outside. So that you got a nice that's a nice uh, trio of Josh, Bashad, and Quentin Dunbar. I like that. 
Uh, I like that. I like there you that. go. You like that? You like that? Okay. The one uh, one debate. Are we have to change. I, I, I was just thinking that. <laughs> we have to get rid of all of my Kirk bits. No, can't do it. I think, uh, I think pending free agents, guys. Bobby, Ian, Greg, Trent Murphy, or our Junior Gallet. Ooh. Ooh, goddamn. Uh, you know, no, I'm going. I'm going Junior. I, and you're gonna say I'm that. going Junior. Watching him on the on the edge is just absurd. I, I a healthy Junior Gallet is better than a healthy Trent Murphy. I, I agree but with Trent's you. better against the run. He is, but we already have Preston Smith to play that role. Which and maybe we finally Ryan, Ryan Anderson will finally do something that was his strength at Alabama playing against the run too. I, I would say that I, I would rather take the better pure pass rusher. Mm-hmm. And yeah, although I would. Assume Trent Murphy's going to be cheaper. You guys are giving. Are you guys giving up on Ryan Anderson? I'm not. No, absolutely not. Okay, it was good. one year. Yeah. No. Absolutely he not. showed flashes. Um, I mean, I know it was early in the preseason, but he he can play. I'm he, I'm calling it his redshirt year. Okay. Yeah, yeah that works. I'm talking about that. Okay. No, in zero percent are we giving up on Ryan right, Anderson? Cool. You just you guys seem down on him. I was a little worried because uh, it was just he, a shit year. Back, yeah. right? I mean, that is what it is. It yeah. happens. You know what, Ian? I feel like. The conversation with that we're having about Junior Glett right now is a conversation we were having about Trent Murphy the year before. <laughs> Trent Murphy had an unbelievable year two years ago. I fucking yeah. love Trent Murphy. He, yeah, he, we were he, wrong. He was, he was we like, were wrong. Hey, hey, but God, the guy's <laughs> a fucking Sorry. gladiator. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Good for but him. where does he stand now that he didn't play this year and Preston Smith had a solid year though? Yep. It's just <laughs> they keep teetering. Like, you know, yeah. like Preston Smith was great one year, then yeah. he was down and Murphy yeah. went up and then now I mean it's, it's Preston Smith is in a contract year too, so you would expect him to He's going to ball Produce, out. Yeah. I, I hope, hope so. so. I, I hope, hope so. Just bringing guys just not, by their necks. Don't ball out too much to where he's going to leave us. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Give me like a three-quarter season. <laughs> Three-quarters three quarters balling out, please. And not so much you. here or here. So on a five-taquito right standard, give me like a three-and-a-half three to four-taquitos. Yeah. yeah. Bobby, uh, yeah. who would you, Junior or Trent? Jalapeno cream cheese. I picked, mm. I remember at the beginning of this last season, I picked <laughs> Junior Glad to have a pretty solid year. Now, he, no, actually, I predicted him to have a really good year. He was solid. I'm going to go again with Galette because, like Ian said, it's just the pure ability to get around the corner, around the edge, and get to the quarterback. On third down, that's huge. And especially since we're so bad at third down. And he barely got snaps. Yeah. He got no snaps. He's so fast off the line. And considering yep. he ruptured both of his Achilles and he can get off the line that quickly is unbelievable. Yeah. So Robot then Achilles. again, with, with Trent Murphy, I, I would be okay with either one. I would certainly yeah, prefer Yeah. yeah. Uh, and actually, knee injuries, ACL injuries are not a death sentence like it used to be. No, but and sitting out a full year of football is not a death sentence. True. But it's, it's hard. But you know what? I'm almost, I'm almost rather they get hurt early in the season so they have more than a year to recover. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. Because if you get hurt late in the season, then you're missing training camp and the start of the season. Right. You should do it like teeth veneers. Just take them out ahead of time. Just put synthetic ones in there. Problem so, solved. <laughs> Boom. So, you heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> here, here's the issue with our edge rushers with Trent Murphy and Junior Gallette. There's very few edge rushers available in this year's draft. Um, there's Bradley Chubb out of NC State, and there's a huge drop-off after that. Um, so, similar to wide receiver, people are going to overpay for free, agent for free yeah. pass rushers. And uh, Demarcus Lawrence from Dallas just got um, uh, franchise tagged. Yep. And I would assume... Uh, Ezekiel Ansah out of um, Detroit is going to be uh, tagged as well. So, you know, if a team free agent looking at pending free agents, they're going to pay a good amount of money for the the services of Trent Murphy or Junior Gallette. Trent Murphy's in the top five. 
free agent pass rushers, isn't he? Um, let's take a look. He's up there for sure. Ezekiel Ansah was is, tagged. He was. Yes. Okay. So the two top for seventeen point one million. Wow. So the the top two free agent pass rushers already tagged. I guess so. I'm I'm checking. I'm double checking this, but I'm pretty sure it's uh, interesting. So again, similar receiver. Are yeah, you are you willing tagged. to overpay for Junior Gallette or Trent Murphy? I don't wait. I don't. But what's overpaying for them? I don't know. Because again, I mean, Trent Murphy didn't play last year. Also, see the fact he was suspended. He was. Yep. Does that does it does that mean he gets suspended again? Like, no, I think those. I think the games counted. Okay. I haven't heard I, anything otherwise. I think he's good. I think those games counted, so he's he his he served his suspension even though he didn't play. I'm pretty sure that's the case. Yeah. So without Junior Galletta or Trent Murphy, I mean, you have Julius Peppers. He's not going to come to Washington. No. Mm-hmm. Um, too old. Too good. Yeah. I mean, no, no, no one here really. Uh, William Hayes was the guy on the Rams that thought uh, dinosaurs didn't exist. No, please no. <laughs> Wilkerson, I want Wilkerson, but he's more of a defensive lineman. I don't. Yeah, that's why I don't understand why he's on NFL. dot com has him as a D lineman and an edge. Uh, he rusher. shouldn't be under. What about edge? Kareem Martin? Did he get any better? Who? Arizona. Look him up right now. I don't know. So, I would say our. Top three free agents are Junior Gallette, Trent Murphy, and Zach Brown, I would say. In no particular order. In no particular order. Um, yeah, Zach Brown if there's someone I'm willing to overpay, it's Zach Brown right Zach now. Brown. All day. I'll start a goddamn GoFundMe page. Yep. Whatever it takes. I, I have this sne- sneaky suspicion he's not coming back, though. I don't think Junior's coming back either. I don't think so either. He's going to want top money. He's going to go to Kansas City. God damn it. That little bastard. But I'd be okay with Trent Murphy because then you got four legitimate pass rushers in Ryan Kerrigan, Preston Smith, Trent Murphy, and Ryan Anderson are, are three at least. Three proven pass rushers. And they would can probably, stop the run. Yeah, and they could, you know, maybe upgrade in the draft later on and later around, see if they can hit on something. Pain. I want pain. <laughs> right. I just want to write up the I know you want a defensive wanna, line. I just want to write them. Okay. Line. So let's say for hypothetically speaking that Zach Brown leaves. So then we need another inside linebacker next to Mason Foster. That legitimately just upset me, though. I know. <laughs> so you're very upset. And there's a lot of pot- good inside linebackers coming into the draft. Bobby's Ian's. biggest fear just came through. <laughs> uh, Roquan Smith out of Georgia. He's a plug-and-play guy right away. Yeah. Yep. And so then we could allocate money towards Although defensive you, linemen. You know who's high on them, though? My Raiders. Yeah. I know. Um, so some wait, avail- wait, wait, when do you guys pick? Well, because we lost a freaking oh, coin yeah. toss to the Niners. 10th, oh, yeah, 10th. <laughs> which, there has to be a better tiebreaker than like, a coin flip. How flop. is that a thing? Thumb coin more. flip. <laughs> Thumb more. For a draft, for not even a, dra- a top 10 draft pick. <laughs> but that's, that, that's a huge difference, picking ninth or 8th. And they did it so nonchalantly. Yeah. It's like, like they're just all, like, oh, yeah, I don't really care. No one's going to step up and say, hey, this is wrong. <laughs> We shouldn't be doing this. There has to be another way where we can equally determine. Were you watching that live? No. You should have seen Jay Gruden, um, John Gruden's reaction when they lost the coin flip. Like really? first, he's like, "I don't want to freaking be here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not on TV anymore. I'm a football coach. This is stupid." <laughs> then they lose the coin toss, and he's just like, "You know, Chucky." Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I love him so much. <laughs> you know, there are some good defensive linemen potentially available. Uh, Chris Baker's been released. 
Come back home. Come back home. I would I would say not at a in a rotational a in a rotational purpose only. So I would say the top premier defensive lineman coming available, Sheldon Richardson or Mohammed Wilkerson, both were on the Jets at one point. One mm-hmm. was traded to the uh, Seahawks. I believe that was Sheldon Richardson. I, I was going to say Richardson. Yep. Uh, you got Don Terry Poe, who was a former nose tackle from Kansas City, had a Poe. good year in Atlanta. Yeah, he did after a one yeah, year was prove it deal. Yep. And remember, we wanted Poe to come to DC. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we did. We did. So, you know, I, I would say I want the Redskins to go big on one particular position. Uh, are you saying do you have a position in mind or do you say just pick a position and go? I, 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 would, I would say pick a position and go. And it depends on the draft, really. Yeah. I, I mean, so I think Zach Brown should be at the top of our list. I agree. Yeah. So if the Redskins want Deron Payne or a Vita Vea from um, Who? Alabama or Washington. Didn't he, also, didn't he leave the combine hurt? Didn't a he Vita get hurt Vea. at the combine? Vita Vea. Yeah. I know he left the combine. I didn't know if he I think was he got, I think he got hurt. But anyway, so if they're going to spend their first-round pick on a defensive lineman, then they don't need to pay top dollar for a Muhammad Wilkerson. Then they can get someone a rotational piece like a Chris Baker. Contrarily, yep. Yep. if they choose to upgrade the linebacker position, get a Roquan Smith, or if we do something at safety like Duran James from Florida State, who we've been linked to, um, then let's give the farm out to a Muhammad Wilkerson or something like that. Yeah. I've seen a few draft boards in which, speaking of safety, that Derwin James out of Florida State has been linked to us. And he draws comps to Sean Taylor. Nobody does. Nobody, Nobody does. That's cute. Good for him. <laughs> yeah, so this I, is bothering me because it's like, I feel like good organizations would have had already wrapped up their top free agents. Hey, what are you talking about? We re-signed uh, DeShazer Everett today. We did re-sign DeShazer Everett today. 22 is back. And um, who else did we get? But so we've resigned Quentin Dunbar. Dunbar, yeah. I like that signing. Into Shazer like, Everett. I like, si- I like all of those signings. I yeah, think yeah, yeah. Everett's a two nice out of three. I really like. Yeah. But two like, out of three. I really like DeShazer. I, I'm, I'm good. Fine. With, he's yeah. a he's a backup. Think yeah. of the it's question special. you just posed, though. That has so many ifs and what factors to it. Like, your question could be answered simply if we knew for a fact we're either we're losing Brown or we're not. Like if we already knew what was happening, your answer, the answer to your question is is much more straightforward. But because because so much is up in the air with so this free agent, there's so many variables. Sure. Uh, with this, not only what's happening with our own free agents, but the entire market, who we're going to go after, and then what you do in the draft. And, and you know, and it was something that the Redskins became notorious for year after year. Was it's the off season time for the Redskins to win? Right. You know, we make we pay Albert Haynes worth 100 million dollars, and you know, all of winning the, off the field. There uh-huh. we go. Say what you want about Bruce. I hate him. Oh, I'm going to go away forever. He's frugal. He does not spend spend in free agency like the Redskins have done in the past. Yep. No, you're right about that. That's uh, that's an upside. That was me thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at, at the same time, if you want to look at a blueprint, look what Jacksonville did last year. They spent the farm at free agent on free agency. Yeah. Then draft a running back in the top five, took them all the way to a championship game, and probably should have played in the Super Bowl. And they should have played the Super Bowl. You know, I'm I'm okay with us, you know, overspending in free agency if that's a plan, and we almost have to because we don't have a third round pick. That's a good point, and we almost have to because that's just kind of how the NFL. I mean, you pay for this is how you get top ten. I mean, especially if you don't have a top ten draft pick. This is how you get talent. You yep. get you spend the free agents. I think someone, I can't remember if it was, I want to say it was Danny Ruye. It might have been Grant Paulson though. Was making an argument that I'd rather them spend 
in the free agent pool than worry about the draft too much. Mm-hmm. But also, that kind of goes hand in hand. If you if you do your due diligence in the free agency, then you know what you're aiming for in the draft. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's my my point is that. And I would actually there's so many variables up in the air because I don't want to spend a, our 13th pick on a linebacker because we think we need one, and then we get Zach Brown back. That was a waste of a pick. Yeah, we could have focused on somewhere else at a top. Yeah, 13 pick. And I would say, I mean, no, they're still playing I, time to figure this out. The draft's not until what late April. Yes. So you know, 99 times out of 100, I want let's build through the draft and then we supplement our team through free agency. But because of what we went over earlier in this episode with this upcoming QB carousel, we have no idea what the NFL is going to look like come this fall. So then be, due to that fact, I mean, they, they got to overspend. Uh, yeah. And also how much has to do with we don't know what our front office is. Without Scott McLuhan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With Scott McLuhan, hey, we're confident. Hey, hey, and Scott, we trust. We're right, going to find right. something. But right now, I got no faith. Yeah. Who's scouting these players? And also to I that. I love Doug Williams, but I don't, I don't, I don't know him it, as a scout. And who's talking to these players? Is it Bruce? It's Bruce. Is it Dan? It's Bruce. And in kind of piggybacking on what you just said, you said we don't know what we are as a front office. I don't know what we are as a team. Because this acquisition of Alex Smith is a team that is not rebuilding. Right. But we're not a playoff team. We are stuck in we're limbo. We're 7-9. Yeah. I don't want to go freaking 7-9, Jeff Fisher. So, I mean. what? That's a bad omen. <laughs> yeah. That's a bad omen. Yeah. Especially considering Super Bowl, baby. who his replacement was. Super Bowl. Where he came from. <laughs> with, with that 13th. circle. With this 13th like pick, yeah, we don't have a top five pick to rebuild the franchise, most yep. likely. Yep. So, or do what the Jaguars did. So is this team closer to sucking or closer to being a legitimate playoff team? That's a very good question. <laughs> There's no answer to that. That's a good question. I would it's say a great question. But how do you answer that? <laughs> I don't know. That's a lot of Popeyes, guys. Greg. <laughs> Just... <laughs> I'm sorry. Not now. <laughs> not now. Couldn't help it. <laughs> I'm going to say we're closer to not sucking. Really? The optimist. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know me. The optimist. But, but seriously, look. Seven I, and nine. I actually how many, agree with At you. the end of the season, how many games did we say we, we could have, probably should have won? And then also think about how many injuries. There was a stat. Uh, I was reading an article today. Somebody came up with what they called the IR value. Yeah, you, you brought that up Yeah, earlier. so it was determining... Determining the pl- uh, each team's like the their value of the players who are on the IR, and so how much basically war for mm-hmm. think of war for yeah. their IR players. So how many games they were losing, or the based on who was on their IR wins above replacement. Uh, the Redskins were number one, of wow. course, because of all the injuries and and to key areas, yeah. and how many times and and how many games and weeks were spent of. On the IR. This is the first year we actually had that excuse where it was legitimate. It was legitimate. And we still finished 7-9 and nine on the cusp of a playoff berth. I mean, we thank you, Kirk faded. Cousins. Thank you, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. We faded, what, by week 14? So, But still, we were right there. So I think we're closer to being competitor or playoff team than we are to to falling back and being I, a loser. I, I really want to say we're exactly where we were last year because what I guess what concerns me mostly is our division. Because that was my also Philly, it could be set up to be a dynasty. Yep, and I'm just going to keep on saying that to hopefully jinx it. Uh, I, I would say I'm conf- I'm more confident in the Cowboys than us. Yep. Yeah. 
And Giants were bitten by the injury bug last year. They were highly ranked in that little I mean, article. I, read. I know they had an absolute disaster last year, but two years ago they won 11 games, something that we haven't done in 25 freaking years. So Didn't they beat us twice that season? Y- yes. yes. Yep. Wait. No. No, that was because we won in New York. Yep. Was, yeah, the we Sewer Cravens. We started, the yeah, Sewer Cravens. Yep. We, we, we went 0-2 and then won in New York, Yep. which we never do. But then lost at home. God damn it. <laughs> oh, that game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, to get to the playoff. So, I mean, I guess w- what is our pitch? Because I would say last year, I mean, we talked about this last year. I was like, I would never come here if I'm a free agent after what they just ghosted their general manager and lied about it and then eventually fired him. But, I mean, what what is – Would you, if you were a free agent, would you want to come here? I think it depends what the position is. If you're a receiver, my pitch is, look – Look else. what Kirk Cousins did. Look what he is about to go do. I, I, I would certainly, li- I would certainly listen if I was Allen Robinson. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, and now we have Alex Smith coming in. Mm-hmm. Look at their system. You, you definitely fit. You know, our system is made for a high-powered offense. We just didn't have the tools. Be the guy who completes this offensive weapon. Our offensive line is pretty solid when healthy. If Ryan Grant could get open, Allen Robinson, you can get open. Yes, correct. And we and pass the sticks. God hope I can mm-hmm. catch the ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Defensively, it's a little different because it's like we're still building to get better. We're not – I don't think we're even that good yet. We're not even that good yet. We're mid-pack, lower. So it's like – but we've got young places in place. I mean, we've got leaders like hopefully a Zach Brown, Josh Norman. Um, DJ. DJ and Ryan Kerrigan. Yep. Come be – and then we got young pieces, obviously, Allen, um, uh, Quentin Dunbar. Uh, Anderson, come be a part of this and help group take our defense to the next level where we could be a higher-rated defense and then make this team a complete. So it's kind of it depends who the pl- position plays. So, I mean, if I were an offensive free agent, I would say, you know, Jay Gruden puts these players in good positions mm-hmm. besides a running back because running backs do not produce in this offense. Running the ball, that is. Chris Thompson's been, a fant- been fantastic. Um, but Allen Robinson has also been linked to San Francisco, which I would okay. say would be – Priority number one in Kyle Shanahan's offense. I mean, you um, in Chicago. I'm not going anywhere near Chicago. No, um, just not knowing what you're going to get out of Mitch Trubisky, even though he looked to be okay. Um, but I would, I would feel more comfortable coming here than than there. I agree. San Francisco is, I think, always going to be oddly our yeah. one of our toughest competitors in terms of this. At, at, the, at the same time, you know, Allen Robinson's number one strength is his verticality, and that's not something that Alex Smith is known for. Right. Yep. He got married. Ryan yeah, Kerrigan. that's his wife right married. there. Yeah. Congrats. Adorable. He's the Caps game. Cool. She looks very bored. Extremely. Mm-hmm. All, all women in the DMV are so upset. She's like, I don't care. He's taken. He's so handsome. <laughs> He's a good looking dude. He's so handsome. All right. So that was a pretty cool free agency uh, wish list. Yep. I like it. Um, Start with Brown and then move to receiver. Yep. That's what Bob says. Now we're going to do a, a podcast first for 2018. Um, touch on the caps really quick. Yeah. So Tom. Yes. Went, didn't go to the game, but went to the tailgate at Navy for the uh, for just, the stadium series. I just partied. You partied. Partied hard. Yeah. Uh, I gave I gave um, Cookie's in-laws a uh, gin bucket. They didn't know uh, how strong a gin bucket could be. And one hour later... Everyone was having a great time. <laughs> Just dancing their little butts off. Sounds about right. Um, where did you guys watch the game? Porter. I was at home. 
Okay. I, was, I was working. Working. Yeah. Yeah. So you didn't get to watch it much of it at all? No. I, yeah. I would look up every once in a while, but that was better. It was, it was, it was really cool. Fucking ridiculous. It was very cool. Yeah. Caps with three known outdoor games. They won 5-2, I believe, was the final. Yeah, 5-2. Yeah. Um, the first, first and period and was Apple's insane. put on the show, man. It was yeah. really cool. Yeah, that was everything was cool about it. I mean, they did a great job. F- I mean, from the whole pregame ceremony stuff, like the Nash, the curling team, the gold medalists. That was cool. Women's hockey team. I guess there. curled the puck. Yeah, and nailed it. Yeah, did they nailed it? Nailed it. One try from the from uh, it was was it from the goal line from or the, the blue goal line? line from the goal line all the way to center ice and dropped it on a dime. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah. it was ridiculous. It was pretty cool. The announcer was like. Schuster? The announcer was like, "That's that's almost as impressive as their gold medal," and he immediately retracted. Was just like, "No, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true." Actually, I take that back. <laughs> but it was really fucking impressive. That's it was awesome. like, Holy shit! Um, Especially on ice hockey ice. Like ice hockey ice is not curling ice at all. No, it's completely different by like the little droplets that they put on there or whatever. So he just he just winged it and just nailed it in the first shot. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that's why they're gold medalists. Our suck it, Canada. Our tailgate was right next to the uh, Comcast or NBC Sports Washington van. So nice. I, got, I got to meet Grant Paulson. Nice. Um, that was cool. That's amazing. Uh, I saw Al- Alan May, Rob Carlin, uh, Michael Jenkins. Love Stu, Bill's dog. And oh, Stu, the bulldog. Stu. I just got it. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I well, Stu was at the tailgate. When I, I walked in this tonight, like I was asking Tom about the game. He said, "Yeah, Michael Jenkins loves Stu. Like, who the f- who's Stu? Stu. But like now Stewie? I, I, I Stu the bulldog. I remember his face now. He's adorable. <laughs> who doesn't love Stu? Dude, Stu at tailgates is like one of the cutest things. Like every single person, like, oh my god, <laughs> can I pet your bulldog? <laughs> yeah, everyone loves bulldogs. Um, it was cool. I guess I don't know. Well, I don't know if you were watching the game in te- closely and you, if you were working, but did you see when they were doing the U.S. women's hockey team? Mm-mm. So, like, I think it was between the second and the third period, they brought out the U.S. women's hockey team. Obviously, go. Yeah, I saw that, and there's a one from Rockville. Yeah, yeah. Uh, her name. Wooten. Her nope. name is Haley. Number eleven. Hell yeah, baby. Haley Skarupa. I think I said that right. Skarupa. And like when they introduced her, she goes, "Go Caps, go Caps!" on national television. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> wearing Hell US yeah. and uh, and their gold medal. She was nice. announced as Maryland's own too. Yeah, Maryland's own. Cool. Yep, yeah, from from Rockville, Maryland. Yeah, so that was, that was a really yeah. cool moment. Yeah, so right outside, like where we were tailgating, was like the main venue where it had all those vendors. They had live music, you know, food, beer, whatever. It was it really, really, really cool. awesome. Dude, was it was a lot upset. of fun. It looked amazing. Believe you were invited. I was. I couldn't go. <laughs> Why couldn't you go? Why? You were sitting downstairs. Yeah, you just said you were sitting at home watching the game. Well, yeah, for the actual game, not the six hours before that. They didn't go uh, to the game. No, they went to the tailgate beforehand. They left at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. No, not even that. You left at noon. 12. 12. Yeah. Yeah. I like just got home from work. They were already gone. And I had I had to study and I was home like I, I watched the game but, but I made a gym there was there was a seven hour gap of shit I had to do. <laughs> <laughs> don't you love don't watching people you. drink gin bucket for the first time? Yeah, they just, they just don't know. Oh, they'll, they'll be fine. It's cute. It's cute. <laughs> I always my plan for gin bucket is get in there pound four and then coast. <laughs> no, if you sneak it up because no because if you keep going it's ne- it, and it, you just it, get another one you drink it slow and then you get another it just you gotta. Bum rush it and then just let it coast. Not my style. Just, just I go balls to just, the wall. Just vomit. Well, Greg, text our. <laughs> I don't vomit. I get blackout. <laughs> A lot of things happen. <laughs> eh, well, sometimes I vomit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Not Greg texted our group and was like, damn it, why am I not there? And yes. I 100% agreed. I was like, I, I was watching that after I, wanted, I went to the door with my family, and I was like, oh, my God, this looks like the coolest thing ever. After the really first cool. seven minutes of the first period, I was like, holy shit, this is going to be a great game. Yeah, and, and it was. It was really exciting the entire time. Yeah, for a Caps fan. Did, yeah. I, did anybody else love the Leafs uniforms? Was that just me? They looked the good. They, they looked so they good. They looked like Penn State. Cookie was like, I didn't know well, we were playing. Penn State. Yeah, exactly. Cookie was like, I didn't know we were playing the Colts. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, I, th- <laughs> I loved them. I thought. Yeah. I thought the no, I agree. Great. I agree. Like the Colts, I the Penn State, thing. and Stormtroopers all in one. Maybe that's why I like the Stormtroopers. Yeah. See, I hate cold weather, and anyone that likes cold weather, please sell it to me because I don't get it. It's the best. No school. It's terrible. Smells better. You get to layer. You get to wear jackets. I got so many jackets. I love jackets. It does smell better. Anyways, smell the smell. It was freezing snow. It was so cold. Oh well, yeah. It was also well. That's 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 not indicative of cold. It was just really fucking windy. Yeah. And it was you know winter time, so it was like you know I can get why. Yeah, it was probably shitty, especially in that open open oh. parking lot you were at. Fuck that. I didn't even tell you the best part. Mm. They're giving out free Dunkin' Donuts thing. God time. fucking damn it. Fuck <laughs> like coffee. Yeah, coffee and little munch munchkins. Munchkins. <sighs> I love those things. What are those called? Donut holes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought they were Munchkins. Well, the, they're but yeah, they're they are the holes, holes, but they're called Munchkins yeah. by Dunkin' Donuts. So I, I guess for the Caps to, as they're losing right now, for the Caps to we get past this. the dreaded second round, they just have to play outside. Yeah, play outside, please. Well, they got what thirteen? How many more games they got left? Thirteen? Fourteen? Well, they're in more first games? place right now by one. In by, the, by, in by the one point. Yeah, but they got uh, their schedule is hard as fuck too. Well, they're doing this West Coast road trip right now. They never yeah. play well at the West Coast. Obviously, right now they're down to nothing in the second period of the Ducks. Mm-hmm. Um, but Hol- to, to, Holpe's been struggling. Holpe has been struggling. He had a good game against the everyone. But see, uh, talking about the actual game in the Stadium Series, that was as good of a game the Caps have played yes. in a long time. Yep. I mean, that was start to finish dominance, and that's what you like to see, especially against a young team like the Leafs, who actually play the way that always hurts the Caps, which yep. is fast. Mm-hmm. When you, I mean, they really gave us a good run in the playoffs last yeah, year. They yeah, they really, did. And they were supposed to be – and Austin Matthews did not play. He's been hurt for a while. But still, you could see the towns there. The, the, the uh, Leafs are a good team. And so now – Everyone was hoping that after that game, that would kind of catapult them into some momentum going out west. Sure, but they just never play well out west. I mean, nope. they're you're just getting smoked. I don't know what it is, um, but they just showed the standings. They're only one game ahead of Pittsburgh. I think overall they've been better this year than I expected. You think so? I didn't think they would be in first place. I didn't think no, absolutely not. Yeah, I thought they'd be middle middle of the pack. Yeah. yeah. Well, also taking I mean, Pittsburgh was in last place for a while. But that's what they do. I know, but that's what they do. You were expecting what? them to kind of go wire to wire. <sighs> the Lightning have been unbelievable this season. Yeah. Yes, yes, they yeah. have. Uh, and just this is just the Eastern so, Conference. So no trades were made in the trade at the trade deadline. The Caps did not make a move, which was not unexpected. Um, they were in the running for Ryan McDonough, mm-hmm. the Rangers forward who Carlson. who actually ended up going to Tampa Bay. Great. Um, <laughs> we should have gotten Shattenkirk again. Oh, can we do? Can we try that? Yeah, one more time. Good idea. Is it too late? Can we still do that, Bob? <laughs> Dick, it's too late. Nice. Oh. nice, 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 nice. Is that bad? <laughs> <laughs> <Is> that <mean? laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, is that new? I'll admit it right now that I've been so apathetic towards the Caps this year. I, I just well, you're a basketball guy. Yeah, I, I mean, it's the it's the sport I'm least interested in out of the four. 
I was just watching them go down the ice, and you know those games where like you have to hit a sequence of buttons on your phone correctly to keep going and continuing, and if you fuck one up, you fall. Guitar Hero. They literally, yeah, they literally just hit like on that last drive, like seven passes between three different defenders. Like uh, it was, and then there's nobody on the on the wing to be able to help the assist on the other side, and it just fell into the back of the uh, um, behind the net. It was very sad. Also, I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, son of a bitch, Porter. Do you remember Canada? at the end? Of, Almost made it. At the end of, remember at the end of last season when everyone was screaming for the Caps to trade Alex Ovechkin? Mm-hmm. I'm sure that turned out well because he's currently leading the league in the goals. That's true. Yeah, and he's having he's going to hit 50 again, and he's just an unbelievable scorer. Water, so anyone is, water th- is wet. Anyone who thought that the Caps should trade Ovi, I just I thought up. they should have blown it up in the off season. I, I thought they had a large enough sample size. Yeah, you could say that. I mean, there's just so much talent here, though. Oh, Bobby, but rule number six, we we have... Amazing talent that that leads us to nowhere. I always forget about the rules. I, I want you to I <laughs> want, I want you to print a hard book copy of these rules, Tom. Yeah, and I'm, I'm gonna actually duct we do need them framed in the studio, and I'm yeah. and I'm setting them on fire. Whenever he references them, so I get to, I get to look. Like, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> the now fuck is he gone. talking about? <laughs> now when you, hold on. Actually, when you say rule number six, <laughs> is it accepted. actually the sixth rule that you? It's wrote, like seven or eight. Okay, okay. So no, he's making up the rules. He's making them up. Maybe it's mixing six. them up. I don't know. Maybe I always thought he knew it. Like, yeah, that's mixing them up. Yeah, <laughs> off the top of his head, I was like, that's impressive. Number six. Excuse me, sir. That was five. No, yeah, I, I basically, <laughs> I basically want the DC sports rules to be like the rule book from uh, Wedding Crashers. Uh, we need like, yeah, yeah. I feel like those were made up. I have too. that poster. No, I was thinking. Oh, well, maybe I'm my Catholic boy Kay. growing up, but I was thinking. Kay. Oh, oh son of God, a uh, damn it! We're like not distracted. Like the Ten Commandments, <laughs> like you know, in every classroom. Yeah, great. You don't know. Yeah, no. <laughs> what? Yes, Bobby. The, the Ten every Commandments classroom, are huh? posted in each in each. Damn it! They just scored. It's three nothing. Uh. I want the DC sports rules posted like the Ten Commandments in Done. this in this, in this room. <laughs> I can so do we that. can reference it every time we bring it up because they are they are treasured. Sounds, sounds a little blasphemous from the two uh, private school kids that you know love Jesus so much. I didn't say there were ten DC sports <laughs> commandments. I said there are ten DC sports <laughs> rules. Porter. Like the commandments. The what? All right. So on that logic, what the hell is the Constitution? Blasphemous. No, Constitution is just fucking awesome. Okay. Clearly, I'm right and you're wrong. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the John Laney bit about um, Catholic, Catholic, the Catholic Church. We don't mean to ex- exclude you, even though we love to exclude you. <laughs> All right, just to, I'm pulling up the DC sports rules here shortly. Oh, uh, God damn it. This now. Hey, we're doing now. a lot on time. We, we should actually try to. Yeah, no, we got. You know, we're, we're coming up. We're coming up on a hot. Yeah, hour. Where did Ian go? Ian just peeing. walked out and left. Ian. Oh Ian, wow, they just Ian pulled has uh, the bladder attention of a toddler. Holby just Speaking got pulled of Holby, yeah, he just got pulled again with 14 minutes left in the second. What? That's that's all right. <sighs> what did I just miss? They oh, just pulled Holby. Son of a so bitch. Here, okay, Gregor. Here's a question for you: Is this kind of a? Uh, I'm going to try to phrase this like John Wall. Are the Caps better without Holby? Philip Grubauer is playing well this season, and Hopi is struggling. It was le- it was rule number nine. My bad. So you're not even close. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, to be honest, what he just had to basically that third goal there when they just showed Hopi's that replay. Gone. Where's the fucking? Where's the? You got hold. Where's the fucking? Question posed, Ian. Run, now run. since you're returning from your potty break, I had to be. Are the Caps better without Hopi? 
and then better with Gruber. I want I want Gruby in. Gruber, Gruby's in now. Do you, do you I want really? Gruby in. I do. Why is that? The thing with Holtby is he gets in his head. So once he lets in a goal or two quick, then he's going to let in four or five. And in the playoffs, that's just not going to cut it. Gruby's actually got a better like, save percentage. But, but I look at look at what he's having to defend here. They can't. Look I better. agree because that like, was a are you are you wide kidding me? So that's the that's, that's the argument. That's like, so fucking like the the level of difficulty there is just insane. I, I I I get that. Yes, he's also you know he's slumping right now. He's still he's still holpy. He's still. Yeah. I mean, he's. I'd say give him a shot. They got thirteen more games and they got a long. You know, maybe give him a break. I'd say that maybe. Okay, but here's my question: How far is Holby? gotten us in the playoffs and he's been the best goaltender for how many years he was won it he won it what twice the Vesna is that what it's the called Ve- yeah the Vesna trophy and he's gotten us where yeah. but, okay no. maybe it's just a little timing thing too because that one year he it's, was he was a lot to do with, he was nails and the offense didn't do anything yes it's got a lot to do with both yeah but right now who do you feel more comfortable with I mean, right now, this very second, it's got to be Gruby because yeah. he's in right now. I felt this for a couple of months. Yeah, now. I know a lot of people have, and it's it's a hot topic to, of debate amongst the Capitals faithful. Maybe that's something we could focus on a little more on other episodes as the play, and we'll have more, um, I guess, tape to go over because I love I love Holby. I'm, I'm my guess he got he just got pulled again, and he got pulled. How many times what, has he been pulled two already? Weeks? A lot, a lot. a lot. Because so my guess he, is that. And then what happens in the playoffs? You can't you can't come back from that. No, no. you know it's a good point, right? That's what I'm saying. Although, if he has one of these shit games in the playoffs, then we're fucked. Yeah. Well, I feel Fight like somebody, Tom Wilson, didn't didn't um, what? Who's the Penguins goalie? The rookie. Oh yeah, and then <laughs> he got pulled, and then came back and played great game, like game seven, and we don't have dude, the luxury. Dude, yeah. the rule number one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just breaking all one. the rules. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, he's got to pull it up now. This is bullshit. Yeah, it was rule number nine. Oh. I was way off. So you were from we're six or nine. We're on an hour ten here. Yeah, we're on our fumes now. <laughs> but that was solid. Yeah, solid episode. Free agency, it, draft, combine. Wizards won. Wizards won. Hell yes. My tweet is coming true, Gregory. Caps are getting waxed. So he called. He called six to nothing. No, he called six to nothing right after the I'm Wizards a, won. I am. Halfway there, because <laughs> <laughs> it's three nothing. They're coming back. Well, every optimist. All right. Well, um, next week. Uh, I, well, actually, next week will be a starter for agency. So maybe by this time, next week we'll have maybe there'll be maybe some more Ooh. signings, sure, Ooh. or Ooh. more rumors to go Ooh. over. We'll have March Madness. March Madness. Uh, PMIC pool coming back. Maryland, baby, all the way. <laughs> And the NIT. They're not in the N-I-T. tournament. Shh. We'll be lucky to make some NIT. <laughs> um, Can't wait for that. We'll get that set up over the weekend. So anyone, here's your, get a legit here's your official first warning. Anyone interested in doing a PMIC March Madness pool, we do it through ESPN.com. Please reach out to us. Facebook. Um, Facebook or Twitter at PMIC Podcast. I'm at Bobby underscore Blanco. Tom's at Tom underscore Natalie. Yes. Let us know, and we'll make sure you get. Uh, we get you. Do you want yours? I guess. Gregory, go ahead. What's your, what are you on Twitter? Thanks, Becca. <laughs> I fucking I, I I undid I unlocked it, but it's uh, Porter underscore GL. I'm, Whoa. Gonna, I'm gonna immediately regret it. And Ian, I already do regret at it. Ian underscore Foster twenty one. Let us know if you want to join the pool because uh, it was a lot of fun last year. 
Mike Foster won. I don't think we gave him anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Well, last year it wasn't for No, it wasn't for any money last year. Okay, cool. So, because also he refused to pay, if I remember correctly, he was he like, did. Oh, "I'm a fucking that was, that was yeah." And then he won, and then he won, won. and then asked me, "What do I?" Wa- yeah, he was my money. It's like it was free. He complained <laughs> because, because he was, no one was going to pay, so yeah. he refused to pay, and then yeah. asked how much money he got. But this year's different. Yeah. This year's yeah. going to be for money. Uh, but again, so PMIC March like Madness will come out next year, uh, next week, and um, we'll have more information available. Shut up. Thanks again for everyone for listening. Please give us a follow, like, subscribe, and review on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, um, and leave us comments in the sections on Facebook or tweet at us. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Spread the word. Um, We we love doing the show. And um, And we like interacting with everybody else out there, so talk to us. And and, then talk on Twitter, especially now that Greg's Make fun of Ian and his Thin Mints. Thin Mints fucking greater than Samoa's. It's not a fucking contest. (laughs) All right. We were so close to wrapping this up. (laughs) Dude, didn't you get in like a legitimate poke, argument poke, about poke, poke, uh, the poke, sandwich poke, debate? Poke. Oh yeah, it went oh, for a while, yeah. and oh, I won. Oh. oh, you did? <laughs> he gave up. How did I miss that? Actually, yeah, I'm giving Bobby the nod on this argument. Yeah, <laughs> thank was, you. It was pretty legit. I'll show you when we finish. Okay, <laughs> okay. I, I want to see it. He, it was he, a yeah. burger versus. Oh, it was before you unlocked yourself. Oh, yeah. uh, Okay. Before I came out. <laughs> of the It dark. went on for a while. <laughs> for Gregory Porter, Burger Ian Foster, Tom Metali, I'm Bobby Blanco. Thanks for listening, everybody. Night. Bye bye. My watch is ended. This has been Put Me In Coach Podcast. Scream!